What a great game our national pastime is. A sport of skill, athleticism, strategy, explosive action, and great suspense. Every baseball game starts exactly the same way. Perfect and pristine in those expectant moments before the first pitch. And then, it's play ball. A swing and a miss. The diving catch. The hard slide. A cloud of dust and a stolen base. The peanuts. The cracker jack. A beer and a hot dog. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What are you doing? I'm talking about baseball. Helping you out. No, you're not. You're not helping. You're interrupting. How long have we been doing this show together? About four years. Ten years. And during those ten years, you've been constantly interrupting me, day in and day out. Now, we're writing a book about our rules for sports. And what do you do on the very first page? I can't believe this is happening. What's wrong with you? I calm down, okay? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. What a great game our national pastime is. A sport of athleticism and strategy, explosive action, and great suspense. Every baseball game starts exactly... Everyone's read that part already, Greeny. There you go again. Look, I've spent a lot of time writing this, and I think they'll like it. It's good, and I should start it from the beginning. So do that. Just tell everyone about the 2002 All-Star Game and how you came up with the dumbest rule in sports. It's a great rule, Golik. Here's how it happened. It was a day after the 2002 All-Star Game, the one was called after 11 innings because both teams ran out of players. No winner, no loser, nothing. Everyone was shaking their heads that morning and asking, what the heck? But what else could they do? The fans were frustrated. The crowd at the game began chanting, let them play, just like the fans did in the Houston Astrodome in the second Bad News Bears movie. The way it ended sure was bad news, but what other option was there? I'm disappointed to hear you say that, because I completely agree with you. With every fiber of my being and with every ounce in my soul, I want to tell you that you're wrong. But in this instance, I can't. There was simply no other solution. It's very easy to criticize someone by saying they should have done something different. But it's much, much harder to come up with exactly what that something should be. The managers of the All-Star Game believe that their goal is to get every player into the game. And then they assume that they have nine innings to do it. So if the game goes longer, there will come a time when they simply won't have anyone left. What else can you do? If the NBA All-Star Game goes into overtime, the players might get tired, but who cares? It's not a crisis. Not so in baseball. No All-Star manager wants to inform a team that's in the middle of a division race that its pitching ace is going to miss his next three starts because he's got a stiff arm on account of the All-Star Game running longer than usual. The biggest shame was that it had all the makings of a great night. So to have it end in a tie is a huge disappointment. You go to a baseball game expecting it will end with some kind of conclusion, and it doesn't. But it did have a conclusion. It concluded in a tie. The real shame is they've been calling it the All-Star Game since the very first one in 1933. You have to define it for what it really is. It's not a baseball game. It's an exhibition of baseball that's played in a format similar to what we're accustomed to seeing the rest of the year. When I first brought this up with you, a whole year before the 2002 debacle, no less, I was laughed at. I was slaughtered for it. Let's go to the tape. Here's what I said, July of 2001. Who cares if the American League or the National League wins the All-Star Game? If they want to keep calling it a game, put some juice in it. Make it count for something, like home field advantage in the World Series. You're an idiot. That's so stupid. I'm going to pretend you didn't even say it. It's never going to happen, and you've just wasted 30 seconds of my life. That was a conversation we had in July of 2001. So imagine everyone's surprise, except mine, when Major League Baseball announced that, starting in 2003, the All-Star Game would determine home field advantage in the World Series. I was right. And you know what the best part of it is? You were wrong. Every sport has rules that are known for the people who were responsible for the rule change. 
like the Sean Avery rule in hockey. In football, you've got the Deacon Jones rule outlawing head slaps. Now baseball has the Greeny rule. Rule 1.08A, the Greeny rule. The team representing the winning league of the All-Star game will be awarded a one-game home field advantage in the World Series. But that doesn't mean I have to agree with it, and I don't.